Welcome to the Sojo Show with Jen and AJ, where you'll dig deep into God's Word alongside two imperfect, frequently ineloquent women as we discover fresh ways to walk out God's truth together. Welcome to the Sojo Show. Welcome back. This is our, we just themed it. <laughs> we just named it Back to the Basics series. Yes. Back to the Basics series. Yes, Woo-hoo. yes, yes, yes. So listen to last week's if you didn't have a chance, because at that time it did not have a name, but we named it because of that. Yes. And there was a really great story. And here's your football. Here's okay? your football. This is the football. So listen to the story and listen to the podcast. However, we're going to talk about one of our basics today. And I have a question for you before we get started. All right. Okay. Let's hear it. Because I know your answer is going to be more spiritual than mm. mine will be. So I want to, I'm, I need to be encouraged. Are you ready? What is the first verse? I almost said book of the Bible. Oh my. <laughs> what is the first book of the Bible you memorized? No. <laughs> oh, well. That would be Isaiah. Isaiah. <laughs> Revelation. <laughs> what is the first verse? Of the Bible that you remember. Do you remember memorizing a verse? Like I do. What verse do you remember? I do remember. And I have to give a little bit of background for this to make sense. So I went to a very rigid Christian school when I was growing up. Like literally we had to sit with our feet flat on the floor in front of us, our backs straight in the chair and our hands folded on top of our tables. That's like a bad it Maybe. was, it was, <laughs> I mean, it's I'm all in the plot. It's unfold. also a bad experience, but it actually was good for me because it gave me so much structure. Oh, Anyways, word. I could talk a lot about that experience, but it was a very, very rigid upbringing. And if we didn't like sit this way, the teacher came around with a ruler <gasps> and would bend our hands back and smack, smack, smack. Were they nuns? So no, it wasn't a nun school. It wasn't a Catholic school. No. I mean, I'm not, no offense to nuns. I think nuns are awesome, but that's yeah. kind of the stereotype, right? right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. You. That's what you would think. Yeah. No. These, oh were, word. these were just ordinary teachers, but that was the way we were dealt with. So with that background and that mind, just, it just dated you, you know, that it just I know, really I aged you, oh, I, really uh, aged okay. you. Okay. Maybe we can put this, <laughs> we can delete that part. Let's delete that and just jump straight to the verse. Okay, let's go. Let's go. All right. So the verse was Numbers 32, 23. Really? Yes. Numbers. What is it? Which says, I don't even know that. be sure your sins will find you out. <gasps> oh, my word. And I will tell that you an assignment? what. They make you it memorize was, it? It was a scripture memory verse. And I remember walking home from school meditating on that verse and it putting the fear of God. Yeah. No, that's that's not the fear of God. Well, I put the fear of those ruler hang holding teachers. (laughs) Well, I will say God used it to put a good, that's good. Of him in me. And it doesn't always go that way. People. It doesn't, it doesn't. And sometimes it, that can be abusive and we can get into a whole nother conversation about that. that. We're not going to go there, but that is to answer your question. That is the first verse I memorized. I did not know the answer to your, to that question. And yeah, I know. I'm not sure I would have asked it. I, I think she's disturbed, guys. Jen I is, am. I feel like Jen is therapy. <laughs> I feel like I, we need to discuss this more. <laughs> well, we can't. We can't because we have something else to talk about. Let's, okay. Well, can I share mine? Yes, because you can bring some levity to it. Okay. Yes. Because this is mine and this is most people's. 
as opposed to, well, it's because you got to pick your first verse. I did. I picked so, my first verse. So everybody who picked their first verse picked this one. So I picked my first <laughs> verse in order to get candy and get served. <laughs> because if we went up to the front and we, we, you know, what do you call it? So all recited. 87 of you recited the same verse. I see. Recite it. You got candy. Okay. So my <laughs> verse was in John. It's a beautiful story. <laughs> we all know. John 11, 35, right? We decided John 11, 35. It was yeah. a, it was a beautiful, beautiful verse. <laughs> Such, yeah. And actually I'm being a little bit sarcastic. It is one of the most it's most be- beautiful be- and really is. theologically rich verses in the word of God. Yeah, so there. I agree. I totally agree. Um, Jesus wept. <laughs> How much effort did you put in for that piece Jesus of candy, Jen? Hey, I was little. I was little. <laughs> um, no. And actually that verse, it, we could do a whole podcast on that verse. I think we might have I actually back. Go Maybe. listen to the Martha. I think the Martha podcast. Yeah. Um, we'll link it below. It talks about Jesus wept. And actually, it really is. I did not understand the depth of that verse for like 30 years after I memorized it. But I didn't have it memorized. So there you go. That's, so why that. are we talking about scripture memorization? Okay. What are we going to say about scripture memorization? Well, what I was going to say is that there are many ways that we can get yes. the word into our hearts. Yes. We're talking about you Bible know? intake. Yes. Many, many different ways. For example... I think a lot of people don't even realize that scripture reading is different from scripture study. Yes. And so just differentiating between those two can be really helpful. There's also scripture memorization. Mm -hmm. There's scripture meditation. Meditation. There's listening to the scripture. Mm -hmm. What else? What what other ways? Well, I mean, you can, I like to do it by drawing the scripture, Mm -hmm. doodling the scripture, those kind of things. So there's, there's just a lot of different, however you either visually or auditorily or thinkily, (laughs) (laughs) however you get it in, getting the Bible, getting the word of God in you is really critical. It's one of the basics. It's one of the spiritual disciplines that we all need to be practicing because of its benefits. And if you listen to last week's episode, you heard a few of the benefits of Bible intake and you could have heard all 21 had I let AJ continue talking. Yes. Um, <laughs> I mean, she, I don't know why she didn't, honestly, because, you know, it's just... All those benefits are so they're all awesome. so good. They're so good. But one I think it's really important to recognize though is that the the word of God is true and it is it's inerrant. Okay. Mm-hmm. It is all sufficient. It is all we need. Christ is all we need. And we know God through his word. So, well, just before you move on, I was just going to read the verse. Yeah. Before you move on to that, I just want to reiterate that because I think that's a very hard stop. We need to have a very hard stop and realize the Bible is sufficient period. Well, you know what? Let me even clarify a little bit more than that. Okay. Christ is sufficient. Yes. Christ's work on the cross. Yes. is sufficient. The Bible is... Tells us about it. Yes. Yes. So there are people, and and there is the reason I'm clarifying this, because your story actually made me think of this. Mm -hmm. There are people who know the Bible Mm -hmm. who do not know Christ. Yeah. 
That's right. And I think that's important delineation. However, those of us who are in Christ, (laughs) the Bible is true and it is all we need to know God. Mm-hmm. To know who he is once you know we know Christ. So I'm, I'm this is a little convoluted, I understand, but I just kind of feel like we need to differentiate that a little bit. So 2 Timothy 3 16, let's just read this verse real quick. So it says, All scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, reproof, correction, and training in righteousness. In other words, every last bit of the Bible from Genesis 1 to Revelation, whatever, is is God breathed, God. Holy it, has, it has power written. It is, it is living and active. And it is, mm-hmm. I mean, it's as sharp as a two-edged sword. I mean, all the things. Well, and the verse after that, verse 17, it says, so that the man or woman of God may be right. complete, fully equipped for every good work. Right. It is what we need to be complete one day. And so being in the word of God is there's there's no there's no substitute for being in the word of God in some way in some That's right. manner. That's right. And it is one of the basics. That is the football. It Going is the football. back to last week. That episode. is the here is the Bible. Here's the football. So mm-hmm. what we want to do today is actually we are kind of ramping up to our spiritual growth accelerator, which if you listen to last week's episode, you learned a little bit more about that. But it is going to be a 28-day program where we are going back to the basics and we are are learning tools and very practical steps. And we are implementing them together to give ourselves strategies and resources to, um, to know God's word more and more. And so we want you to hear from a couple of the speakers that are going to be in the accelerator, spiritual growth accelerator, and the spiritual growth <laughs> accelerator, because we have asked some of our friends who are very faithful Bible teachers to share with you as well. And so we're just going to be quiet for a bit Mm -hmm. and we're going to let them share a little bit about this topic. And, um, and we hope to see you in the accelerator. Hey y'all, my name is Kim Campbell and I'm so glad you're diving into the word. The word is crucial to the spiritual health of our lives as Christians. And that's what I'm going to be here today to help you with. Not that I'm perfect at it or great at it. I'm along the journey just like y'all are, but I'm here to give you eight ways that that I engage with the word. Maybe thinking eight ways. I don't have time to do eight ways. I do not do all of these at one time. I may go through seasons where I'm just doing one of them, or maybe I incorporate one or two, but I don't think I ever do all eight at once. I mean, I'm not wearing my superhero spiritual shirt over here. I need the Holy Spirit to to work His Word in my life to help me listen to it and obey it, put it into action, but it doesn't start without intaking the Word. So that's what we're going to talk about, Bible intake, why it's important. Okay, we're going to start out with a really easy one. You ready? Read it. Yes, that is number one. Read the word. You can't get the word into you if you're not getting it into you. I mean, read the word. So here's a couple tips. Read it often. You may have a a certain quiet time spot or chair in your house and you read it 5, 10, 15, 20 minutes. 
I mean, some people I know read it like an hour. I'm I'm not that. But what I like to do, I have a shorter attention span than most. I'm a creative, so kind of kind of I have to jump around and do different things. So what I like to do is take it in little pieces. So I might read for 5 minutes in the morning or listen to it on my walk. We'll get to listening in a few minutes. But then later I'll come back and study a passage. And then I'll listen to a song and or read it in in an email that someone sends out or flip through it while I'm sitting in car line, something like that. So I don't have to feel like I cram it in all at once. I'm really reading it throughout the day and I'm reading it often. So it stays in my mind. It stays in my heart. Um, Reread it. That's another one. So you don't just read a passage one time and say, oh, got that. Okay, next. Moving on. Don't need to come back to that. No, I mean, reread it. And God's word is living and active. That's what Hebrews says. And God's word is shaping our lives on a continually daily basis. And that is so good to know because God is not finished with us and his word is constantly working in our lives. So we can reread it and know that since it's living and active, the word doesn't change, but we are at a different point even today than we were yesterday and five years ago and 10 years ago. So if you only read a passage of the Bible one time, say when you're 15 and you haven't read it again until you're 45 like me, well, a lot may have changed in your life in those 30 years. So so always come back to the word and reread it. Another tip for reading the word is to read different translations. My favorite translation is the ESV, the English Standard Version. And another one I like is the Christian Standard Bible. They're very similar. So I may not always pick those two. I may pick one and then bounce off. But I grew up with the King James. So maybe I'll go back to that. Most of the Bible verses I have memorized are somewhat in between the King James, the NIV, and the CSB. So they're all kind of jumbled up together. But um, sometimes I'll even read a transliteration, like the message, a paraphrase of the Bible, or the J.B. Phillips, which is an older translation, or something like the New Living Translation. So take those and maybe take one or two verses and read it in one translation. I would recommend the ESV or the CSV. And then go, huh, I wonder how another translation puts it. Because they may put it in another way, like use a different word or a different a different phrasing that will help you be able to better grasp it. And that's the the joy of living. Um, I live in America. So the joy of living in America is we have all of these at our fingertips. I mean, yeah, the phone, tons, all the like version app is one of my most used apps on here because I use it every day. And it usually reminds me, hey, you haven't you haven't read today yet. Oh, oh, gotta read. So we have it at our fingertips. Use those tools. Another one is read aloud. I often read aloud to my children. Um, probably not scripture, but I read other books aloud to them. So that has helped me learn that that when the words come out of my mouth, they impact me in different ways. So I could be saying a verse like Psalm 103.1, which we'll get to later. And it says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, 
all that is within me, bless his holy name. When I read it, I, I may not read it with that much inflection in my voice, but when I say it aloud, it has different meaning and it hits me differently. Um, sometimes if I'm reading it for a longer period of time out loud, tears will come to my eyes and and the emotion is there. So, I mean, God's God desires our heart, our mind, our ears, our tongues. He desires all of us. So let's use our tongues to read the word of God. Another one is to read slowly. Now, some of you may prize yourself, pride yourself in, in how fast you can read. Man, I can read a book and 500 page book in two days. Well, that was me probably. I mean, I could easily read a fiction book, but I'm not a faster reader. And so when people say, oh, I read 120 books last year, I'm like, really? No, no, I can't do that. I read slowly because I grasp things more deeply if I'm systematically reading it slower, if I'm not trying to fly through it just to get it done. Hopefully that'll be a tool that you can use. Another one is read with a pen in hand. I am a, I'm definitely a writer, a journaler, a note taker. Um, I never read a book without a pen in hand or a pencil. So I always read with a pen in hand. And that helps me jot notes, helps me circle things that I think are important, helps me write down questions that I might have. And we'll get to all that later. But those are are the first ways that I would encourage you in your Bible intake is read and use all of those tools in there. The best thing to do is just read. Jen and I are so excited about our upcoming 28-Day Spiritual Growth Accelerator. We really are. This is going to be a time where we're going to get together with other women. We're going to study a passage of scripture, and we're going to go through four spiritual disciplines, learning how to stack them on top of each other, giving you tools when you come out of these 28 days, going forward in your study in a powerful way. Not only is this a live event where you get Jen and I in person on Zoom, of course, but <laughs> we're not coming to your house. We also have, yeah, they're, they're thanking God for that. But we also have a collection of other Bible study teachers and leaders who will be pouring into you during the course of our 28 days. They will be teaching on the passage that we have selected, which is the Sermon on the Mount, and will be sharing their best tips for spiritual discipline. It's like having a conference right inside of the accelerator, and we are excited for you to join us. Yes. Please be there at sojoacademy.com slash SGA. Hi, welcome to our email community. Why are you laughing at me? A bit much. Oh, no. a lot. We're excited. <laughs> I've never heard her this excited. <laughs> I okay. I'm very inappropriate. <laughs> Dang it, stop it. Okay, now I can't use that. Okay. <laughs> you can't. Well, we couldn't when you just busted out laughing in the middle of my introduction. <laughs> that was so funny. Okay. <laughs> Jeez. Let's just take it down. <laughs> I was doing fine. Take it down to a four. <laughs> okay, we got it. Okay, why don't you start us in? No, you're good. You're good. It is too bad. It is too bad. 
We are so happy. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, all right. Let's go. We're never going to finish these. Let's go. All right. So here we go. So start again. Oh, I will not laugh this time. My hair looks good though. Mine does not. Mine does. I look good tonight. Actually, I really like this because you can only see the neck up. <laughs> All right, here we go. Set. I still you still see my double chin. Oh dang it. <sighs> okay. It's okay. It's all good. What am I saying anyway? You were on a roll. I messed you up. Well, my fault. I'm I'm over it now. I'm done. <laughs> I'm out. You can't be out. We hadn't done anything yet. <laughs> we had gotten zero accomplished. You cannot be out yet. All right, ready? Three, two. Jump in the pool. <laughs> jump, jump, jump. Are you kidding me right now? We did, we did the countdown jump. <laughs> okay, here we go. Are there areas in your life where you feel like you need to simplify a bit? My guess is yes. Several years ago, AJ and I identified seven areas that we felt like um, were important to simplify in order to focus on most important things in life and primarily our relationship with God. What we are doing is pulling that out of the vault, and we are doing Simplify Your Life Summer 2024 Edition. We invite you to join us. We are excited about it and look forward to seeing you there. Go check out sojohub.com slash simplify for more information.